0: Welcome, everybody, to the Extra Credit Show. I am Anselmo Moreno, and today we have a very special guest, Mr. T. How you doing, Mr. T? I'm
1: doing fantastic, man.
0: Now, we're going to keep Mr. T's name anonymous throughout this episode because he has one of the most egregious cases of identity theft that we have stumbled across in our professional career um i met mr t when was it probably back in 2010 2011 yeah it's been about that long yep and he came to us how did you meet how did you come to us by the way oh man how did you get to me
1: i think i got recommended to someone close by or something like that and i stumbled upon because it was you were over there on district right yeah so i think it was like by coincidence really no 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 it wasn't i looked you up and then I, I the first credit person I seen. That's who I went. That's who we went with. So
0: what happened that caused you to look somebody, you know, a credit professional up?
1: Um, at that time, it was uh, I was getting like uh, from the IRS. I, I was owing like anywhere from fifty to seventy thousand. That people are already using my identity, and so I went. I was going through H and R Block every year, and so at that time, the lady that was working uh, with me at that time. Fixed that end of it and said that I would need like a credit manager going forward. And by that time, I already had, she already had gave me, they issued me like a PIN number at that time.
0: But that's strictly for for IRS problems that yes, you had. Yes, yes. And so at, so at the time you realized, okay, so I'm an actual victim of identity theft. Yes, correct. And you did not,
1: had not confirmed that it had gone over to your credit? Or you were um, just
0: thinking it had gone over to your credit? I
1: was thinking it went over to my credit. And um, after I went through the H&R block, I did LifeLock before I came to you. And I I uh, figured out that they weren't doing what you were doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Which, well, I didn't know that at the time, but I figured all they were doing was giving me the heads up and like basically go fix it yourself. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, too, because I
0: think it's a good testimony as to what actually those services provide. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, in my career as a credit consultant, I've been doing this since 2004. I've handled a lot of identity theft cases, and it was kind of a specialty that we developed by accident where because we understood credit reports better than other people and better than other professionals, we were able to help people resolve identity theft issues. Mm -hmm. And then lo and behold, there's an actual set of federal laws that protect identity theft victims. And then we learned about those and started to use those to remove items from credit reports and protect people's credits and, you know, just understood that process better than everybody else. So then we were able to perfect our identity theft process. But in your particular case, um, it it just never stopped. You know, we would fix it and it would come back. We would fix it and it would come back. And it just kind of happened that this particular person who started to use your identity completely assumed you. Mm -hmm. And that's actually kind of rare because in most identity theft cases, someone takes a hold of your information and they maybe get one or two credit cards or maybe one or two cell phones and then they move on to the next victim or they stop with the you know they stop using that person's information right and it's always going to be isolated so we've talked before on the show how identity theft can be irs related mm. where someone just works into your social and you'll never have credit problems for it you'll just always have irs problems right, right? so they'll always be unreported income the irs will ask you about it and then you'll say that wasn't me and it's pretty obvious that you can't work two full-time jobs in two different states correct so those cases are very easily resolved uh, and then there's sometimes just credit-related identity theft where nobody's working your social. They just got a credit card under your name, spent the money, didn't pay it. And then now technically the credit card company is coming after you. That's pretty common, especially nowadays with, with all the data breaches. Mm. But those are two separate forms of identity theft. Right. And then a third one um, that's a little more rare is when someone like gets tickets under your name. Right. Someone has your ID, they kind of look like you, and they get a speeding ticket under your name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, so absolutely. DAV yeah. related type identity. Uh-huh. Theft. So, those are the three main uh, identity thefts. Um, and the really, really bad ones have all three combined.
1: Right. And that's actually Correct. yours. Yes, <laughs> yes. I but, have been, I have paced um, with the driver's license. Yeah. yeah went, that's actually yeah. yours, right?
0: Because the Mr. T in another state mm-hmm. uh, completely uses your identity for everything. So, they right. got. Tickets under your name, uh-huh. r- remember that? Yeah, then, I do. Uh, they have credit under your name, yeah. and then recently, as recently as last week, we found out they were working under your name again. Right. Um, and so it's just, you know, we've seen a lot of things, but your particular case, man, it you're just, just carries left out. on and
1: on. Yes, you that just is got correct. the craziest yeah. one. Yeah.
0: So, so what happened back then? Um, you, we were, you know, we, we, I saw the file. I figured, oh, it's a typical identity theft case. Right. Um. You, you actually had an old police report, actually, that you had and that you brought to me. And none, we had to get an updated one because there did. was new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had tried to fix it before on your own? Or I what did. Happened?
1: Um, I went, like I said, the uh, lady from H&R Block, she, um, we started getting something together. And so I thought I got the right police report, but I really didn't. It was just uh, it was something with the sheriff's department, remember? Yeah, yeah that's it, right. Yeah. And then so we had to get the actual police report, and that was the second time around when I was facing with the issues with the DMV, because they wanted to see an actual police report. Some of it went through. Remember we um, we get I don't know what it was. Did you have problems getting
0: like your driver's license, or what was the issue with the DMV?
1: I did. I had uh, problems getting my driver's license. It was somebody was uh, I had in three different states. I believe it was Alabama, New Orleans, and Indiana. And and so what? What one was one of them, going them was a D. States? One of them was a DUI. Oh, yeah. And so, so they so, didn't. My, so you had DUI
0: <clears throat> in another state, and that prevented you from getting your driver's license in
1: California. Right. Wow, exactly. Okay. And so when I tried to renew it, they wouldn't let me renew it until I um, gave them proof that it was me that you know that I always lived in California.
0: And that proof came in the form of a declaration in the police report. Yes, that is correct. And I had to do a
1: thumbprint as well through the DMV to get my driver's license this time through California. To to compare the thumbprint from the DUI. Yes, yes, So did the police ever do anything? No, not really. No, it's something that they really don't, um, they're not really uh, actively pursuing. Did you ever talk to a financial crimes detective? Um, I did in I did in Green Bay. I did, and he would like started to, but he didn't like kind of uh, pursue it. He didn't it's just you know, probably low up. priority.
0: Yeah. Yes, it is. How did you ever talk to a police or a policeman here locally? Like a detective um, here in town. No, you know what? I didn't. No. Uh-uh. So, because I've been doing it for so many years, I've talked to several of the financial crimes detectives, mm-hmm. and that's kind of more of a desk job for a police officer. So, they kind of move a lot, right? So, they have right. a new financial crimes detective every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. They don't stay there very long. Right. But, and the last one that I talked to, I mean, he just straight up told me, he's like, you know what? If it's 50,000 or less, we don't even look at it twice. Like, it's just, we just authorize their report. And we never give it a second mm-hmm. look. Like we don't have the resources to go after cases that are 50,000 or less. Right. They only go after cases that are 50,000 or more. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty crazy to think because most of the consumer identity theft that we see, probably 90% of it is le- f- less than 50,000. So pretty much every identity theft crook goes on. Un- Like prosecuted. Right. Uh, It's very rare that they actually find them. And I think your case was especially bad because he was in another state. Right. You know, and so you have your local law enforcement agency having to communicate with the law enforcement agency over there. And these are very low priority cases Mm -hmm. because these are very small dollar amount transactions. I mean, throughout the years, what's been so bad about your case is that even after freezing your credit, it's not the end all be all. And, and, on the show, we've had an identity theft episode. So we've t- talked to our listeners about um, freezing your credit. And then we've also talked to them about putting the fraud alerts on the credit, you know, filing the police reports and all that that comes along with identity theft. But where it f- the credit freeze fails is where they do deal with creditors that don't check credit reports. So I'll give you an example. Your file is frozen right now. Correct. And, and whenever you want to apply for credit, like we literally unlock it and then relock it for you. Correct. So we know that only you are applying for credit and that's going to be for traditional credit, car loans, credit cards, home loans. But if but we've had collections show up on the report where the creditor doesn't check the credit first, for example, and this has been the one that's been ongoing for you a lot or medical bills. Right. Right? We'll get mm-hmm. a new medical collection pop up on the report and the hospital is not going to check credit to verify Mr. T's identity, so it ends up going to collections and it shows up on the report. Mm-hmm. A collection agency doesn't have to check credit to put it on the report. And that's been like, I don't wanna call it a loophole, but essentially where credit freezes fail. And it's only possible because Mr. T is completely you. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember when we found out when we actually saw his ID? Yes. How did we get that? I forgot. Um,
1: We got that through, oh man, what was it? I can't remember what. Like we literally,
0: I remember you literally sent me a copy of an ID with your name
1: the, the 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 it mail. was through a cell phone, I think it was through a cell phone place.
0: They had gotten a cell phone under your name, yes, and then the creditor, that, I think that's what it was, gave you the self, gave you the application, the ID submitted with the application. And that's
1: when I got a hold of the detective in Green Bay or Wisconsin or somewhere over there, and he started to look into it. Yeah, and
0: that's when I knew, like, oh crap, this is really bad because this guy has an ID Mm -hmm. with his picture on it, a valid ID with his picture on it from another state. Mm -hmm. So he literally is you. He can literally go to any place in wherever he's at. Mm -hmm. They ask him for his ID. He's got it. And that's really, really crazy, man. And it's like, I mean... There's no way to stop it. Yeah. Like there's no way we can find him. Uh-huh. Um I mean technically And at can... that
1: time we were close to finding him and then like the detective, he just kinda like it wasn't really on his radar. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. Know, and he just... was over there. He was over there. We're over there over here. So there's kinda really we're limited to being over here, but the detective was over there and I gave him all the proof he needed. We sent him over everything he needed and still yeah, he didn't pursue it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then the other Not that long ago, we faced a similar issue again where a credit freeze failed to stop it uh, because it was a payday loan. Right. Right? Yeah. And payday loan companies don't check credit before issuing a payday loan. So Mm -hmm. this guy just literally rolled up, showed his ID, Mm -hmm. um, and they issued him a payday loan, and then he skipped on it. Because, I mean, there's really no real consequences for him. right? Um, And so once we got your credit score looking real good, um, it was like... This we need to freeze it because he's going to have access to your credit at any time, and he's going to be able to get credit. Correct. Um, yeah. And so it's it's just been one of, you know again ongoing since 2010, 2011. Right. Um, and it's just it's just crazy, man. Yeah. So how have you been holding up? You know. Oh,
1: good, man. Good. Um, until I figure out like something until something else new pops up. You know what I mean? Then it's kind of like going over. You know, starting from square one. Even though we're like ten years into it and or eight years into it and and we kind of got this thing nailed down to where I give you a call and I let yeah. you know what everything that's going on. But in a sense, it's like, it, man, it's happening all over again. You and know you know, I mean? sometimes
0: I think about like, so T, it's probably hard to given this story to like, cause you probably, yeah. I know you get calls or you have to call people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time you had to call the Comcast cause we saw an inquiry on in the report for Comcast and right. like, are you just tired of giving them that spill? Like, oh, look, I'm the real T, uh-huh. that's not the real, like, right. We'll edit that out.
1: Right. Okay. Um,
0: uh, so, like, how does that work? Like, what do you tell them? Like, you're just like tired of it. Like, okay, this is my 100th time telling you. Uh huh.
1: And then uh, I gave you the call, and then you go ahead and uh, you know fax over the information and stuff like that. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like just draining. Like you wanna go mean? again? Yeah. Let me
0: tell you my life story. Yes. Absolutely. And man. do you ever find that they don't believe you?
1: Oh no, no! Actually, I don't. No, I don't really. So
0: for the mm-hmm. most part, they believe you, and yeah, then they just kind of. And say, I just give them,
1: the, yeah, because you know why would I call to make up a, a story? You see what I'm saying? And well, so that's why I, you know.
0: Well, sometimes it's because you don't want to. Technically, you're not. You don't want to pay. Well, right. Obviously, you're not going to pay a bill that you had. Right. Exactly. Um, but or that a bill that wasn't yours, because mm-hmm. um, I remember talking to the payday loan lady myself and she was not believing us. You right. Know, she was like, you know, and I was like, no, seriously, uh-huh. he's never been in that state. He right. He lives here. Um, so now. We've we've tried to use services um, that are marketed online like LifeLock mm-hmm. uh, for a while there. We even tried to use LegalShield and. um You know, technically what these are, they're identity theft protection services. And what really bothers me is that they say that they have like a million dollar guarantee that they'll spend up to a million dollars to restore your name. Um, And I figured, all right, we're going to we're going to clean them all up. Mm -hmm. And then once his credit is all cleaned up, we're going to put him on a identity theft protection where they have the million dollar guarantee. Because I knew it was likely going to happen again. And then I knew that this service, you know, based on what they said they would do they would fix it for you mm-hmm. you know with you just paying that low monthly fee but we found out it didn't work that way right, right? we put you on it it happened again like we uh-huh. predicted then what happened
1: and then um uh, and so i i went back to you i mean i i oh. no, no no so like like you actually called them and asked for help
0: so yes. t- tell us like uh, what, what they the actually lifelong, did for you uh, yeah
1: lifelong. um they really they 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 got me in i went through a year contract with them or something like that i think it was like a i don't know what it was but I signed up with them. I kind of felt like, oh, man, I'm, I'm secure, you know, ready to go. I'm lifelock. You know, I look at the commercials right. and everything like that. But it's it's nothing like that. All they do is call and basically tell you, hey, uh, this person's over here or your name came up over there. You know what I mean? And then, like my like, it got to the point where they started sending me mail or giving me phone calls. And then it got to the point where now I'm telling them, like, well, what do you guys do? Don't you guys do something to stop it? Or now what do we do? And then they're basically like, no, well, that's kind of what we do, you know? And so, that was it.
0: So they didn't actually fix anything for you? No, not at all. Now, did they... So what, how how were things getting fixed then?
1: They weren't. All they were doing was giving me the updates and letting me know when my identity was being used, basically. And so how did you... So if an account showed up on your credit report, obviously that was not
0: yours... Who would do the work to get it off?
1: Nobody. That's where I was just kind of like in a twilight. And then that's when I was telling my wife, I was like, you know what? We have to um, get a hold of somebody else that's going to actually pursue what's going on. Gosh. And that's when.
0: I think where we found um, it that it failed and where I was really disappointed in the service was when we found out that they were technically like walking you through it, but they weren't actually doing it. Yes. You know, and that so they, is would, they would basically say, all right, so here's who the creditor is. Here's their phone number. Uh, call them and say this. Right. Or sometimes we'll call them together, but you always had to be on the line. So mm-hmm. it would still not save you any work or any hassle or no, nothing. No, not like at all. They, they
1: weren't really doing much. You and know? so
0: I think that's where I was like, really? Well, that makes no sense. You're paying You're paying this monthly fee for this million-dollar guarantee, and where are they spending the million bucks? Like, right. I figured that they would, at some point, make good on that million dollar guarantee however it is mm-hmm. i've never ever since then i've never seen them actually do it and a lot of people are subscribed to lifelock most people will never face the issues that you're facing right so they'll never actually see the lifelock fail them mm-hmm. like we were able to see lifelock fail you right. So that was a big big bummer so what we ended up doing guys is just you know when we're managing an identity theft case um, the first thing first is we got to have an identity theft report, and all that is is a police report from a law enforcement agency locally in your area, and then combine that with a fraud affidavit that's been notarized. Those two together make an identity theft report, and this report is what triggers a set of federal laws to protect you from identity theft claims. And so all we do is we just keep that on file. And whenever we have a new creditor show up on your report mm-hmm. or you have a new person call you trying to collect money, we get their info. We call them and say we represent T. He's a victim of identity theft. And uh, we got a, um, we got some information for you. And then we send it over the packet and then send it over to the bureaus. And then all that gets undone. Right. It sucks because... It's like a 30-day process so your credit is like disabled for 30 days while we clean it up right you know and the again the problem in your case is that it's been ongoing like uh, it'll just happen once yeah. a year you know what i mean mm-hmm. sometimes twice a year yeah um so we're just basically on standby waiting for, waiting something, for to happen. something to happen yeah, and again your correct. file is frozen yeah your file is frozen yeah but th- it's not that protective in your case because Gosh, I mean, we've had to fix utilities under your name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we've we've had to fix, like you said, the DMV issues, medical right. issues. And mm-hmm. that's the one that I think that's going to be ongoing for a while is medical issues. But recently, uh, something happened where we're now considering applying for a social security number change. Um, yes, that is correct. What actually happened?
1: Um, I actually, um, I contacted my 401k. See, I got uh, 401k vested for the last 15 years and... There's actually people trying to, they're working under my, my social security number and they are investing in their 401k plan through their company.
0: So the other Mr. T has a 401k too. Yes. I wonder if he legitimately thinks he can keep it.
1: That's why I was like, man, I couldn't believe it. And so I contacted the employers yesterday of them. Uh, There's like three different employers of 401ks and just let, no, well, actually just one but I got three numbers um, to that person or persons, you know? And so uh, I would just, uh, just give them the breakdown of who I was, how I never have left California. You left,
0: I mean, that, that story again, yeah, that you've the given it a hundred times probably.
1: Mm-hmm. And they were in shock and they couldn't believe it. And uh, like I said, uh, like they believed me and everything like that. And I was just like, and so they were gonna contact the people they had to contact and stuff like that.
0: My my question would be, are they actually willingly contributing or are, or is uh, 401Ks building only off of employer contributions?
1: Oh, you know, yeah. like, are right. do
0: they? So, because if they, if they're actually willingly saying, "All right, take a hundred, two hundred, four hundred bucks out of my paycheck and put it towards my retirement," right? So are they actually like losing money now because they think they're saving towards their retirement, right? Because I would think if they know that they're willing, willfully using somebody else's identity, that they wouldn't want to spend any money for right. the other person's retirement. Right. So then the only thing that's accumulating is the employer's contribution. Mm-hmm. But that, w- that would have been my question. Yeah.
1: Or do they even think that they're probably the only ones with that are using it in some crazy way? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They probably think that. I don't exist over here. You know, what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. In some crazy way. That's what I would think.
0: Nah, man, because...
1: Are they, are they really that,
0: you know... No, because they're not paying their bills on purpose. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's no real consequences. So I, I, I know it's willfully. Right. You know, it's they've never paid a bill. Yeah. So they've always skipped out on them and we're left cleaning it up. Right. Uh, so I don't think so. I don't think it's like they don't know what they're doing right yeah and that's a i mean that's that's big time you Mm -hmm. know we've had i guess you know losing out on a 401k or somebody robbing you of your 401k imagine if they like figure out a way to cash it out or something right that is a huge robbery compared to the the pain that we've had to do like because really when you compare what we've been dealing with which, Mm -hmm. which are just like nuisances you know what i mean they delay credit applications they they take up 30 days Uh right um it's been costing you a monthly fee right Right. so it's just but it's small compared to losing out on your 401k like if someone takes your 401k -hmm. that's a huge huge blow blow right blow to you Mm -hmm. and it pales in comparison to what you know you've had to actually been dealing with so that's when you brought up hey can we change my social security number we've never done it before Mm -hmm. i know that it technically is possible so we're gonna we're gonna move forward on it man we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to apply uh expose everything that you've having to go through Mm -hmm. and now with the new threat of the 401k i think that hopefully the social security administration sees what we're seeing and they hook you up with a new number awesome
1: man that that
0: would be kind of weird i've never i don't know how that would work right but i mean we always like to learn new things man
1: yeah yep absolutely
0: yeah, so hopefully it'll work. Again, we'll we'll keep you guys updated. We don't know what's gonna happen, but if if this is not a case where they issue a new social, right? Man, I have no idea what yeah. they would consider a yeah, case where right. they would issue a new social. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy, man. So, um, when was the last time you applied for credit?
1: The last time I applied for credit was uh, I was through a Costco card and.
0: Oh, that's right. That's yeah, it was right. Yeah, Costco. So we had to unlock your credit. Yeah. You, you applied for it. Yep.
1: Did you get it? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did. They said I had great credit. Yeah. Yeah. For now. For yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till <laughs> so yeah. the other
0: guy strikes again. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, but so does that sometimes discourage you from applying it does. for credit where you're it like, you know oh, what? It's too much of a hassle. I don't really need this. I right. Don't, don't. Yeah. You know. It makes
1: you think twice about what you really need, you know? But no, you're absolutely right. It does. It's discouraging all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
0: um, do you plan to apply for credit anytime soon?
1: I don't. Nuh-uh. It's just nah. one of those
0: things where, like, if you really need it, if you'll I go need, through I'll that go, hassle yeah, of unfreezing exactly.
1: it. Exactly. And what you make, I mean, you make it a 100 times easier. and Cool. Yeah. And um, just by, you know, I could just give you a phone call. You're always there. You answer. Hey, man, what do you need? And I always kind of pour you on with the problems that are going yeah. on, man. And, and it's always yes or yeah, let me get back to you. I'm busy right now, but now I'm working on that. You know, it's within that day always. Yeah, so, that's cool, yeah. man. You know, I'm it's very just, thankful.
0: It's just, uh, and I appreciate you too, man, because it's one of those things where um, it's been years mm-hmm. and you'd think that we would have stopped it by now. But right. you understand that they ain't no stopping this. Right, one. This no. one's, You know, there's a lot of cases where I never see them again simply because um, it just, they never completely assume the person's identity i think Mm -hmm. that's probably where it gets really bad where somebody completely becomes the person right they get to live life using that identity right so it's just always going to be ongoing Mm -hmm. most of the time somebody finds an identity you know and then they just use it a couple times and then they realize oh i'm getting declined on everything and they never really use it again right right but but in really really bad cases Mm -hmm. um it's not
1: it's yeah, and then I would I would think by the uh, IRS giving me a PIN number, I'm almost positive this other person or persons that's using my number still to try to get a return because they probably figured about the returns. They're still trying, and w- what's going on on that end? You know what I mean?
0: Well, I would assume that they're after a couple tries that they would stop. Yeah, um, but then it's crazy because the IRS ain't doing nothing about it. They're yeah,
1: just- absolutely. You're right. And
0: they're not, mm. you know, because the, the whole uh, working under someone else's social, that's actually a very common um, issue. Right. It's very, very common. Um, and people don't, I've never seen anybody get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy, man. Um, now, have you ever thought about how this originated? Like, did mm-hmm. you ever like, lose your wallet or, like, you, know like, what? What a, I, your you know what? I haven't. You know what? I probably
1: have, have a few times, you know, but I mean, never thinking anything of it. You know what I mean? And uh, nah, I can't really think back about what, you know, how this would possibly go Cause wrong. Because the, the
0: only way that I can think of is that you would have had to lose. Someone got a hold of your social security card. Exactly. Like that is right. Me, they got a hold of the card. Right. And then they somehow got a hold of your driver's license mm-hmm. and then ran with it to another right. state. And then do you yeah. remember if the person
1: looked like you? I don't. I don't at all. Nothing like me though. No, you don't no, think he no. looked like you? Nah, no, not at all. I even uh, think so he maybe had they him even there. had a date of birth. Maybe
0: they, they, they maybe they may have had your birth certificate too.
1: Yeah, possibly. I don't know how. Because I'm trying to think like if you them, go to right. another
0: state and you want to get an ID, you're gonna to have to show them a social security card
1: and birth certificate. Right, correct. Yep. And yeah. and I think if you live in another state, you gotta get it. You have to. You have to go to the state to get it right. You have to be in the state to get your social security card and birth certificate, right? You know, you but, can't just. But for
0: example, if someone got a hold of your birth certificate and social security card, right, and then they went to another state mm-hmm. without a picture ID, I would assume that that's how they would get a right. new ID with yeah. their picture on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll never figure that out. Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah, we're just gonna have to go wondering. back in
1: time and, and figure, yeah, yeah, that, that's crazy.
0: Um. <laughs> mr t we're gonna edit all those out awesome uh uh mr t that is just crazy man that that has been an ongoing issue mm-hmm. for you um and i thank you for letting us be a part of oh, awesome this man. terrible no journey that no you're problem, on man. and i'm glad that we kind of got it down to a science you know like you said yes. earlier we just kind of handle it right away whenever mm-hmm. it pops up uh we're hoping that it keeps popping up less and less yes um and uh but this one the 401k man that's a big deal Mm -hmm. so we're gonna try to get you a new social we'll keep everybody updated right see how that goes um and guys if you guys have any questions about identity theft if you know anybody that's been a victim um that has ongoing issues you know reach out to us we we do have the experience we've done it before we've been doing it for many years and we can help you navigate that too uh
1: Mr. T, any last words? Um, yeah. I mean, if you're going through the same situation I'm going through, man, is definitely the place to be, man. Uh, Innovated Credit Solutions, I I recommend this fully, man. Anselmo truly does care, yeah, um. So take it from me, um, come come uh, apply or or come get with Anselmo. He'll walk you through it, man. Yeah. And he'll never leave your side. I appreciate the kind words,
0: appreciate the kind words. Guys, I am Anselmo Moreno. This is The Extra Credit Show. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you guys next time.